Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 77 of Secrets of Shadowloo. Uh, probably. I'm not sure. Here's the thing. As I mentioned at the end of last episode, both my, my physical childhood copy of Secrets of Shadowloo and the PDF copy that I've been using uh, throughout this season of the podcast are missing the next few pages. The reason is that this book ends with um, aids for play that you're meant to use at the table. It's got four maps of locations from Tourist Trap, the adventure that we just finished talking about. And then it's got two pages of little uh, paper fold mini figures. These are like little uh, fold up cardstock game tokens to use at your table. And so I used this stuff. I didn't leave it in the book to preserve the pristine state of my gaming collection. I tore that shit out and I used it. Apparently other people had the same idea because the PDF I'm using is also missing the same stuff. So the question arises, how am I going to podcast about these pages? Well, it took some doing, but I did manage to find copies of these pages online, kind of. I did manage to find uh, copies of the maps from Secrets of Shadowloo, uh, not in the context of a full PDF, but as scans in a zip file connected with a Portuguese fan translation of Secrets of Shadowloo. Now, I recognize these maps from childhood, so I know these are the maps from the book. What I'm not certain about is the order in which they appear. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yes, naturally. I went to my physical copy. I looked at the, the remnants of the page at the spine where I ripped the page out and used the clues, you know, the coloration, the shadow of objects barely visible on those little scraps of paper to try to reconstruct what order the pages must have gone in. Of course I did that. If I don't exercise that level of diligence, how am I supposed to let this podcast grow to consume literally my entire life? So I think I have a pretty good guess about the order of these next four pages, but I may be wrong. I have not actually seen these pages in order in many years. So full disclosure, there is a chance that these next four pages are actually in a different order in the book itself. I understand that no one cares about this but me, but I care enough for all of us. Anyway, on to today's page. The first map is, quote, El Toriador Restaurante, the Toriador Restaurant. This is the famed arena of World Warrior Vega. You may recall it from Tourist Trap as the location where you got jumped by a bunch of ninjas in full view of a bunch of gazpacho-eating reprobates. That Torridor restaurant, you know. Or do you? You may think, because we've already encountered it in the module, and if you've ever played Street Fighter 2 or Street Fighter 5, this is Vega's stage, uh, you may think you understand this restaurant. Believe me when I say that no one understands this restaurant, and that includes the person who made this map. I'm going to put an image of it on Instagram if I can. I'm experiencing some Instagram trouble, but it should be there. But to briefly describe what's on the page, we've got a, a long rectangular middle section with what I guess is meant to be brick floor, but it looks like it's a, a photo of actual bricks that's been used for the floor texture here, but they're not to scale. So considering the scale of these maps and your Street Fighter tokens, each of these bricks is like four feet long. It's just an extremely lazy move to just throw an improperly scaled brick texture on the floor here, and the same lack of attention was paid to the rest of the map. Um, on the sides, we have in perspective the um, cage walls of this little arena. According to the text and according to the video game, this is chain link fence, but this doesn't look like any chain link I've ever seen. It's more of a grid of thick, flat metal bars. Looks kind of like the bottom of a potato masher, which 
For all I know, maybe it is. Maybe the same lazy motherfucker who just pasted a stock photo of bricks onto the floor also took a picture of the bottom of his potato masher and just tiled it right on here. But in any case, it doesn't look like a chain link fence. There are some lights, uh, six overhead lights on each side, like uh, along each cage wall. It's not clear where those lights are hanging. The perspective is all fucked up. And then on the uh, short faces of the rectangle, right, the long faces are the cage walls. The short faces are like stone walls, it looks like. And then there's like some kind of door on one of the stone walls. And, and that's basically it. That, that's all that's in this image. No tables, no flamenco dancers, nothing. The map is extremely simple. It's essentially a rectangle. But we're not here to judge the quality of this map. We're here to delve into the secrets of Shadaloo. Vega is a big figure in Shadaloo. The layout of his restaurant slash arena is potentially very important tactical information for Street Fighters taking on Shadaloo. I would love to get to the bottom of what this place looks like, but I've been stymied by this game's repeated and failed attempts to make up its mind about what this fucking restaurant looks like. Because here's the thing. Okay, what we've just seen. It's a brick-floored rectangle with two cage walls, and then the other two walls are, are stone walls with doors, right? That is a manifestly unacceptable layout for a cage in the middle of a restaurant. How do the waiters get through? You'd have to have a you'd have to have a corridor back behind those stone walls for people to go through and deliver food. So you got waiters walking back and forth through like gorilla position. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to use the wrestling term. I do not know a non-wrestling term for gorilla position. The place right before the fight door where the fighters stand and get all psyched up and then their music hits and then they walk out through the door and everybody cheers. Gorilla position. Gorilla position is an important place. You don't want waiters running back and forth through there. Not to mention the fact this place has other entertainment. I mean, flamenco dancers, guitarists, there's a stage for them. You put this fucking monster rectangle in the middle of the restaurant, clearly the people on the other side of the cage aren't going to be able to see shit on the stage because they're looking through a, a double layer of potato masher style bars. How are they supposed to get to the other side of the restaurant? You're going to have them wandering through gorilla position too? Vegas standing there waiting for a fight, and meanwhile you got some drunk asshole stumbling past him trying to find the bathroom? No, this is, this is ridiculous. The map in the book, forget it. I refuse to believe that the restaurant looks like this. Normally, I accept the testimony of the book, right? Normally, I accept the text, however absurd, it says what it says, and that's the truth of the world. But the thing is, this map doesn't even match the verbal description of the restaurant that we're given back in Tourist Trap. Back on page 67, it says, quote, Tables with raucous customers circle a square open floor, allowing the diners to see the floor. This is no dance floor, for chain-link fencing blocks the tables from the open area. Perceptive characters may recognize long-dried bloodstains on the stone floor. So that's totally different. That's a square fighting area with four sides of chain link fence, freestanding from the walls so that it can be surrounded by tables. Nothing like what's portrayed in the map. But then we do get some more detail later in the adventure when Dulcinea comes out to challenge any street fighter, any street fighter at all. You over there in the gi. When she enters, it says, quote, lights click on, bathing the open arena, and the patrons begin to hush. A portion of the stone wall at the far end of the arena slides open, and a woman slowly steps from the shadows. It goes on to say, quote, She steps to the center of the ring and speaks in Spanish. So, okay, what stone wall? There's a sliding door in a stone wall, quote, at the far end of the arena. Now, if the arena here means the fully chain-link enclosed open square patch of floor, I don't understand how that can include a sliding stone door. I guess if when they say the arena, they mean the whole restaurant, there could be a sliding stone door, you know, over by the bar, and she steps out of that and walks all the way over to the middle of the fighting floor. I guess that's a possibility. But this sliding door makes another appearance, because the next thing that happens is the ninjas jump the player characters, right? It says, quote, 
Dulcinea will then attempt to finish off her opponent, meaning whoever's in the cage fighting her, but if she should lose, then two more ninja will open the gate and come into the ring after the character who beat her. So okay, this chain link fence has a gate now. What if you don't knock Dulcinea unconscious though? Quote, if the characters win the battle by knocking out all the ninja, Dulcinea will flee through the stone door. The door opens by a concealed latch hidden in the stone. Okay, come on now. You're positioned in front of the gate on an enclosed square of chain link fence. You've just fought a bunch of ninjas. You're on edge. Your head's on a swivel. You're looking around. You've just defeated every single one of those ninjas. The only enemy left standing is Dulcinea. And she sneaks out of the single gate in the small chain link square, past you over to the bar, and out the secret door. I mean, she does have five dots of stealth, but there's no way if she's the only person up that she gets out of the one gate without you taking a shot at her. This is like the theoretically simplest possible game of whack-a-mole. There's one mole, there's one hole. It's not that complicated. I don't care how many dots of stealth that mole has, it's getting whacked. So I don't know. Is there a stone wall involved with this supposedly open fighting area, or is there not? Well, maybe we can turn to the illustration of Dulcinea over on page uh, 68 and find out. Except in this illustration, the fighting area has some kind of yellow floor. The fence is chain link again behind her, but it's not a full length chain fence. It's like a thigh high stone wall and then chain link fence above that. This is inconsistent with both the description in the text and the map we get later. And incidentally, the video game. Remember the video game? There's a Street Fighter video game. And in that game, you fight in this very location, and guess what? That big uh, fence that Vega can jump up on doesn't have a little stone portion at the bottom, nor does it go all the way to the floor. It's hanging there, suspended slightly above the floor. So there's space underneath that you could like slide or crawl under, and there's a space overhead where you could jump over the fence if you wanted to. I mean, it's like 15 feet up, but you're a street fighter. Converted to street fighter feet, that's not that much. Actually, this thing about the cage wall being suspended is important because you'll notice that in the book, there's a gate in the cage that you use to get into and out of the cage. Whereas in at least the later version of Street Fighter 2, the cage lowers before the fight. So like the cage walls are suspended and then they drop them down dramatically when the fight's about to begin. Obviously, this is impossible if we've got full chain link fence going all the way to the ground coming out of the floor, or if we have a thigh high stone wall at the bottom and then chain link above that. And despite the fact that this adventure has a big ass restaurant fight in it, potentially, I mean, we're talking about at least six, maybe more ninjas, plus the player characters, plus Dulcinea, all having a fight. They're not going to keep it inside, you know, a 20 by 20 square chain link box. They're going to be fighting out there among the tables and everything. But neither the text nor the map really has anything to say about what is the most noticeable thing about Vega's stage, other than the cage wall itself, which is that there's like rowdy drunks sitting at tables, casks piled up against the wall. There's a full-on stage with a mural of a bullfighter and a bull, and there are flamenco dancers. There's a lot going on in this restaurant, aside from this little chain link box, and we get basically no indication in this book that any of that stuff is there, or if it is there, where it is. I mean, we hear that there are tables surrounding the cage, but we don't hear about this, like, raised area with tables on it that we see in Vega's stage in the video game, except we do get concept art in this game. Remember the, the beautiful picture of beautiful Vega that we talked about? Back on page 64, that's not White Wolf shit. That is official Capcom shit. He's walking past a cage wall that does have space at the bottom. He's walking over appropriately scaled stone floor. And he's walking to the stairs that are clearly visible in the video game, many feet behind the cage wall, not directly behind it as we see in the concept art. So I don't know what the fuck to tell you. 
We got official concept art. We got a picture of Dulcinea. We got a map. We got a verbal description of what's going on here. None of them agree. I am further away now from knowing what this restaurant looks like than I was when we started. What shape is it? What size is it? Where is it in the restaurant? Does it have stone walls? No stone walls? Short stone walls? Maybe we can split the difference. No fucking clue. The secret of Shadowloo in this page is what the fuck this restaurant looks like that you're supposed to have this big fight in. You know, it sure would have been nice to have a map of that instead of a fucking rectangle with a floor made of bricks the size of a small man. Anyway, if you thought this map was useless, come back tomorrow for an open expanse of grass on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs> <laughs>